subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. I'm Matt. He's Garrett. As always, we're excited to bring you a fun episode. And and today is going to be a good one. But before we get into that, if you haven't checked out our Facebook group, please do so because it is just on fire. Head over to Facebook, type in the Ninja Selling Podcast, and you'll find it there under groups. You just answer a few questions, you join in, it's going to be amazing. And if you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, you're like, hey, what is this Ninja Selling? I like, I love listening to this podcast. I've been introduced to it, which thank you all who are sharing this out there and introducing people to this podcast. But what is Ninja Selling? Head over to ninjaselling.com. Everything you need to know is right there from installations to coaching to a cool video about the Ninja Path and all that good stuff. So check that out. Garrett, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Hey, thanks for the Christmas party last night. Uh, We had our Ninja Coaching holiday party and it was fun. I appreciate that, man. But you're welcome, Matt. Uh, Super fun. And it's interesting running a completely virtual company. A lot of people don't realize that we are spread all over the United States. And the trick is always is how do you build a community and a, and a tribe of coaches so that that we're all supporting each other? We all know each other. Like one of the things I love, Matt, about our little group is like we'll have somebody looking for coaching and they're like, you know what? I think there's a better coach for this person that I'm talking to. And because of like what we did last night, they can like sit there and talk with this person and go, I got your coach. I know exactly who the coach is that you should be working with. Like, let's get you hooked up with this person. That was fun to watch last night as all of you just laughing and having a good time and knowing each other on that different level. So it's fun to see that come together, even though we're 3,000 miles apart. Yeah. Thank you to you and to Sarah for coming up with the idea of, of what can be done and making games and making it fun. And it was... We think, hey, you get together on Zoom, it's a bunch of faces, Brady Bunch style, and it's you just hang out. But you, there was games, there was facilitation, there was funny hats, there was people running all over their house. It was great. It was funny. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate you saying that because we had a good time putting it on. <laughs> we do have a great topic today. This is a combo topic. It is kind of a combo topic, but what I, I think is going to be fun about this one is, Garrett, you've been saying for a long time. What's the right database size? You're like 150 is the number that we need to be at or less in terms of people you want to build and maintain good relationships with. 150, 150, 150. And I was listening to a book, The Comfort Crisis, which highly recommend everybody should read. And they referenced back to Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point, which highlighted, I kind of probably made famous Dunbar's number when he was talking about the company Gore-Tex and what they discovered with their offices. Essentially, what they found was is once the offices exceeded 150 people, efficiency, effectiveness went down. And Dunbar, Robin Dunbar, an anthropologist, had done all this research on tribes and all these things over history and found that like, hey, 150 seemed to be kind of the max size for a tribe, a group of people who are able to build and maintain good relationships without any other kind of effort and systems, right? So this will go into like, hey, this doesn't mean we can't be in in flow and have systems for more than 150. But this number, Dunbar's number, it just is so fascinating. This came out because, Garrett, you've been saying this for a long time. And I was like, there's science behind it. That was fun for me when you're like, dude, there's an actual guy who did a study on this. I'm like, that's so awesome. I'm like, to know that it's not just 
a random thing that we're talking about. And people are like, well, why is that? Like, and I've had people say like, why 150? For me, I'm like, why? I heard it someplace at one point in time. When you've been observing it. And I've been observing it. And it's funny when you watch people get past a certain group, the results out of that group diminish uh, pretty quickly. It's like all of a sudden, it's like, we're just spread too thin over too many people. And they're like, wow, my results are going away. I would have thought in my head, more people meant more success. And there's an interesting point at which you get over that number. And it's like, whoa, all of a sudden, where I was on this trajectory of growth, all of a sudden it stops or plateaus. Or you notice that you know, I'm still doing business with the people directly, but I'm not getting referrals anymore. And that's typically what I find gets hurt is the referral side of it when that number gets too big. They'll still do business with you personally, but the referral side goes away. And that is where miracle numbers happen with people's businesses is that referral quadrant. So you got me like then looking at Mr. Dunbar here, which I was laughing at this because when you said Dunbar's number, 8675309 started playing in my head, which is not Dunbar's number, everyone, just so you know. No, that's Jenny's phone number. Jenny's number. What area code was Jenny in? Everybody call that number today. If you find Jenny, please report it in the actual podcast what area code that is so we all know. 8675309 is the number. All right. So Dunbar's number 150, he breaks that down into your tribe as you're talking about being 150. 50 is the size of what he calls a clan. And there's a couple different diagrams that I've seen with this uh, that break this down a little different ways. But 50 is a clan. You can have about 15 in what he calls a super family and really about five close friends. And the more I started looking at his diagrams and all the ones that were out there, I'm like, that's pretty darn accurate. Like when I look at groups of people, when I look at all the ones where they're like, oh, I've got all these people that are like my people. It's really comes down to everybody I know has about five people that they're like, those are the people that if I called them in the middle of the night and said, I need you to come, like I need your help. I got about five people that would probably jump in the car and be like, I'm on my way over right now. Um, the rest of them would be like, dude, it's midnight. Can we talk in the morning? Well, I mean, they might be a little bit nicer than that, but <laughs> like, why are you calling me right now? And I think some of us feel like we have more, but it really is a tight group that would be those people for us. And then as you build out, you know, obviously your your influence on those people gets less and less and less. I love the diagram though, where it shows all these people, it shows all the groups going out. And again, he's got his 150 people and there's a little person over on the side and they're like, hey, and he goes, what's your name? And I think it's important. He says, you know, 150 is about as many as you can remember enough details on to build a meaningful relationship. Right. And that was the key, meaningful relationship. And I've discovered this through observation too. And, and over the years, and we've done the podcast on smaller is better on the database, but you know, the past few years, we've really been focusing in on our clients with, hey, how do we narrow this database down to the people that you're really paying attention to every single month? And those people have experienced business gains. Now, I think there's two parts to that too, because I think it drives the need for better systems with everyone else. We need to have good post-closing systems. We need to have good auto flow. We need to have ways to remember who are we doing real estate reviews this year when we've already sold 500 homes in our career. So this isn't saying that there isn't a larger number of people that we should be paying attention to. And even I think some of the diagrams show getting out to you know 1,500 people is like, you can remember names and faces, but that's pretty much it. 
And there's nothing wrong with having more people. In fact, I, I think from a scalability perspective, more people is definitely better from a system perspective, right? I don't think Coca-Cola is going, um, yeah, you know what? We should only have 150 customers. We just need 150 solid drinkers. <laughs> but you take a company of that size and you go up the scale of who's paying attention to who. The top people aren't paying attention to 150 people who drink Coca-Cola. They're paying attention to 150 distributors who move their product around the world. And above that, they're paying attention to the 150 people who manufacture their product around the world, right? So there is scalability in all of this stuff. But when it comes down to like Ninja, this just connects so well with Ninja because we talk about 50 live interviews a week build and maintain a strong database, hot lists, warm lists, all these things. And I was like, well, what if we had like 100 people, right? That we just, hey, these are my 100 people that I'm going to make sure I pay attention to. That includes my raving fans. It includes my core sphere of people and it includes some extra people that I want in my world. And that leaves me another 50 people kind of rotating in these warm lists and hot lists that now I don't need, I still recommend having systems, but I don't necessarily need complicated systems because I'm smart enough, my brain works well enough that I can pay attention to those people without having to keep outrageously detailed notes on them. Well, this is where I find people like overcomplicate, especially a relationship business. Like, well, I need my CRMs to like alert me to all these people when I spoke, because you have 500 people that you're trying to run a ninja business with. Like, of course you need mechanics in here to make sure that this is all going to kind of work. I'm going to go back to the 150. That's 40 people a week. And again, this is really important with Dunbar's number. You don't just fill it full of 150 people. Like you have to have people that want to be part of your tribe. This isn't like, here, come with me. Like you're not like, I have all these visions in my head of like, just like going to people's houses and go, here, get in the car, come with me. Get in the van, get in the van. You're coming with me. I'm making a tribe. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. Get in. It's like old school. You're just like going and like picking people up at the grocery store parking lot. What? Grab the old guy at the at the bus stop. Just yeah. <laughs> throw him in the van. Just kidding. We'll have him back by by dinner. He'll be fine. So you got again about forty people a week, and you're right. That leaves about ten people for this rotating group of like these are people I'm working with. These are other connections I'm making, which makes you have about fifty contacts a week, which is what we you said, Matt. It's what we preach about all the time. And Ninja, it all of a sudden becomes very, very, very simple. And very productive. Like the amount of results that you'll get out of 150 people that you build this type of business with is insane. And it doesn't happen overnight. This is not something you just go and flick the switch on and be like, well, I'm just going to do that. That's easy. The work and time goes in up front. And then you watch these agents and you're like, I don't understand how they produce that much business. It's because they've done this. They've been doing this for years, some people out there. This is not a new concept. I think a lot of people just don't know what they're doing or why they're doing or how it works. They just know like, hey, you know what? I got my people. I take care of them. I got more business I know what to do with. Super simple, Matt, and super inexpensive. Oh, man. I mean, when you think about this and you're you're asking yourselves, well, who do I invite to events? Who do I do these things with? You're 150, right? And it's like, well, aren't other people going to be left out? And this is where it then makes you think, oh, I probably need a system for the beyond 150, right? I need a system for taking good care of those people, which kind of helps you develop what I like to look at as two different systems that exist in your business. You have your customer service program, which is you as a storefront, as a business, 
you want to make sure you take care of all of your customers, right? Now, when I say you, I mean, I'm talking about your business, not necessarily you personally. This is where if you're hiring help or you have automated systems or other things that can help do this, fantastic. You want people to have a wonderful experience with your business. And everybody who shows up at your, your storefront who does business with you should have that experience. That's the system. You're 150 or even smaller. Those are the people that you personally create that experience for. These are the th- people where you personally pick up the phone and call. I have a, a client down in Texas and he has lots of clients that he's done business with. So he has someone who calls and talks to those clients and makes sure that they're doing well. And it produces repeat business out of those people and sometimes referrals because the business is taking care of those people. But for him, his focus is narrower, right? On the people who are a higher priority in his life and his tribe. And that leads to even more referrals from that group. And you can build an exceptional business with that. Well, you're talking about good customer service. And outside of that 150, if you can build a good customer service program that will run that side of your business, yeah, it's like we had a new you know AC unit put in our house here a while back, AC and, and well, heat pump. And the owner of the company has not called me, by the way. But there's a great team that's running inside that company, a great group of people that they're on it. Like they have called to see how I'm doing. They realize there's something else going on and they're on it calling me saying, hey, we need to come by and check this out. Take a look at this thing. Like they are so great. I'm so happy with uh, Reading Heating and Air. I'll throw a name out there. Reading Heating and Air is awesome. How they run their customer service. Now there is the, I guarantee you, the owner of that company has a group of people in town that he is personally taking care of, talking to business owners, companies that he's in flow with. I am not on his list, but I am definitely being taken care of by his machine that he has that's that's running there. I'm not saying as a realtor, you need to go out and build big teams. But what I am saying is, is like if you grow beyond 150, if you've got more there and you want to keep those relationships going, not a bad idea to hire somebody to help make those relationships happen. Just don't let that person you hire take over your 150 per se. Like That's where I think things can get weird too. If you're a solo agent here, like you can have basic systems that remind you then to reach out to those people. Like that's that's okay. Like you can still do the interaction. You have the time to do it if it's structured, right? I mean, let's say you have 250 clients that you've sold homes to over the years that still live in your area. All right, I want to execute real estate reviews and all of them. Great. You have a reminder thing set up. You run your process. You have a priority of okay, who am I going to meet in person? Who am I going to mail them to and then follow up with a phone call? And you just run those processes. You can do 250 real estate reviews in a year very easily and making sure that your top 100, let's say, they're the ones that I'm getting the in-person time with, which interestingly enough, covers then your two real estate reviews a week with those 100. But then you have these 150 bonus reviews that happen that are going to provide amazing value to those people that you create it, you drop it in the mail, you make a few phone calls a week. I mean, we're not talking crazy time commitments here. So you're funny. And this is where I was saying, don't let like the person that you have maybe helping you with this take over all of them. Because what, what I watch happen, Matt, is somebody goes, okay, I'm trying to do real estate reviews. I do my two in person every week. I want to do more. And instead of saying, I'm going to still continue to do my top group and make sure I'm doing all of those, I'm now going to have somebody take that over and they just go, here, we're going to take it all over. We're just emailing those out now. And it's like, ah, no, you keep doing your top group. Keep focusing on them. 
and then let them take the number on top. And yeah, if we're going to email those out because we can't get them face to face, let those go. They were never going to happen unless you had this person taking care of and getting them out. Let them run with that. That's the same thing with, we talk about customer service calls with like our long-term great clients that come and use us over and over and over again. It's very easy to be like on top of those calls, be in flow with all these people that we've sold homes to one year, two years, three years out. And then all of a sudden we bring somebody in and we're like, oh, they're going to take all of that off my plate. It's like, no, you continue to manage your top group, keep being in the top flow you can be with them. And then all the ones that would not get that call because there's just no way to do it. We don't have enough time in the day. There's not enough hours. Now they're getting it. Now they're going to get it. They're going to get it from somebody else, but don't give it all up. Like your top group is, and that's what's so cool about having this documented, Matt, is like, Dunbar's number, 8675309. That is so cool that we have something we can show and say, this is really what we're talking about and why. And it's I, I was so excited when you brought this up, Matt. I was like, thank goodness it's not just me throwing around 150. It's so fascinating to me too, because if you if you start digging into it, then there's all these counter arguments to Dunbar's number and all of this stuff. And so if you have the time, by all means, go and do it, or you can just take our word for it. Because what I've seen in just regular practice, right? When you started talking about this and and I start watching people with database sizes, and it doesn't have to be 150, by the way, it can be smaller and you know your tribe and still run a great business. And I mean, seeing a solo agent do 100 transactions a year with a mailing list and database of 100 people, a lot of people are like, wait, that doesn't compute. And I'm like, wait, it actually makes total sense compared to the solo agent with a 2,000-person farm that they're trying to generate business from who's doing 20 transactions out of that. And you see this often enough, and we're in an awesome position to work with incredible ninjas all over the country, that, okay, this is what makes sense. And this is the type of things that as an individual agent, you you don't get to see because you're focused on your business. When I was focused solely on listing and selling... I didn't see this stuff because I was just figuring out how do I make my business work? The only thing that computed was bigger is better and just go out and do more, 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 more. And it really comes down to doing more with the right people and it's going to create crazy results. I mean, just thinking about raw numbers, 100 people to make math easy. If those 100 people know two to four people who might sell real estate in any given year, if you're in great flow with them, that's 200 to 400 potential opportunities for an introduction and a referral. Now, we know that that doesn't come in that way because there's nuances and all that stuff, but it just showcases the abundance of opportunity that exists there for all of us. And so I'm a big fan of Dunbar's number now. You might have just said this, and I'm just going to say it again here. If not, it's new material, guys. Gary wasn't paying attention when I was talking, so there you go. I wasn't paying attention. I was sitting here running numbers in my head and thinking about something. You talked about the farm of 2,000 people. You know, Statistically, out of a farm of 2,000 people in one year, if you times that by 0.2, which is there's a lot of math behind this, but it tells me there's about 400 transactions that are roaming around inside that group that could potentially happen in the next year. And based on our mover rate conversation, that might even be high. Might even be, yeah. Based on a group of about 200, if we can build, and this is why I was I kind of got lost in the numbers here for a second, but if you use 200, I know there's about 400 referrals in there. So if I look at that and go, okay, so time spent, am I, am I better time spent with a lot of people with light touch or smaller group with higher touch? If you use 1,000 people, there's 200 
opportunities that people are probably going to make a move in there. Out of 100, there's 200 potential referrals that could potentially happen. Like, give me the 100 that I'm closer with and I can build stronger relationships with because these are the people that you're going to lunch with. These are the people that you're going to go up and go skiing with. These are the people you're going to go boating with. These are the people that you're going to go hiking with. These are the ones you're going to get on your bike and go ride a bike with. You're 100 people here. You can't do that with 1,000. Well, and and for me too, I think this comes down to an, an acknowledgement of effort. If you're running a high volume person system, you have to show up every day and run that system. And we should. I mean, if, if we want to exercise some discipline, like we do need to show up and work every single day. And well, not every single day, we want to take days off. But the beauty of the smaller number and this tribal number, if you think about it, is what Dunbar is saying is you don't have to put in the effort you naturally will build and maintain quality relationships with these people if you're putting the right people in that tribe. So you literally can do it without thinking about it. Now, we have systems and things to help make sure that these people know we're in real estate and all that kind of stuff. But if you're spending time with these people, you're going to have the opportunities to talk about real estate. It's just naturally going to be there. I think about Matt Nesbitt and the story of him hosting the football games and those parties. Like, he had a small group, his tribe, and he was just naturally in flow with him from his football games and business was flying out his ears because of it. That is the beauty of this number is not only is the, I think, percentage opportunity higher, right? The ROI is greater, but the effort is so much lower. It's like, oh gosh, give me that. And this is why I'm happy that you started off our call today or our, our episode today, Matt, with talking about our holiday party. Because, you know, the point of the holiday party and many times we get our groups together is to build a tribe, to build a group of people that are all working together. There's a bigger purpose. We're all sharing energy together. And what you're looking for when you're building your group and your, and your business people that you're working with around your, your city and you're building that tribe with all these people. And I love that I keep saying this word tribe because that's literally what you're growing. You're growing this group of people. And once you build it, you do need to maintain it. I have watched companies that go like, oh, we got all these people in here. All right, just work. Like, Just do your job and we're going to be here and we're not going to oversee you guys. We're not going to all get together. We're not going to... And all those people over time start finding other tribes. They start moving away and going and saying, hey, I'm, I'm, there's a great tribe over here. I'm going to go work at that company. And they go move that direction. Where same thing in your real estate tribe. You don't give them time and attention. You're not in their world. Yeah, they will refer somebody else, not because they don't like you, just because they're sitting in somebody else's tribe. They're in somebody else's camp. It's just the way it works. People want to be part of a tribe. They want to be part of things, especially things that take care of them. So um, this is just a great opportunity. I Again, I love that this is documented. I think it's a great visual for people and nice to have like a thought in your brain kind of be put into a picture like that. That's why I love the visuals that he has. Yeah. Do you Google image and there's just a lot of fun visuals you can you can find and we can post in the group and all that stuff. So so there it is. I mean, if you have not audited your database yet for 23, now is the time to sit down and do it. Audit it up. Bring in like, hey, maybe it's a new classification. I know in Ninja, we say ABC and then D, you know, raving fans, fans, network and then people we want to build relationships with maybe have a tag or something that sits on top of that or maybe it's the group a and b together of just like your tribe and max 150 it can be less but if you see that tribe crossing 150 
clean that group up. You can still have your C group, your network group, people you want to stay in flow with, auto flow systems and all that stuff, but let's build that tribe. I think it's interesting, Matt, because you could literally use that. I like the ABC. Everyone was like, I don't get it. I don't know who's supposed to be in what. If you literally looked at it and said, okay, got 150 in my tribe, 15 in my clan, 15 in my super family, or sorry, 15 clan, 15 in super family, and five in close friends. Like you could use that right there to be like, look, this is about the breakdown that I need to have of who's really in these. Uh, so again, Great. I want to say thank you, Matt, for bringing this to my attention, making me a smarter person. Yeah, you're welcome. And to everybody listening out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, I know we're talking about holiday parties and you guys are already solid in uh, in January and going strong, but we appreciate all of you who are listening and who tune into us all the time. I'm amazed Matt and I were talking about the download numbers of people that are listening to us on a monthly basis right now. And we are pretty consistently running about 100,000 downloads a month right now. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who is taking time in their day to spend that with us and to grow with all of us. We appreciate you tons. I'm wishing the best new year to everybody as we get going into 2023 here. There's a ton of opportunity. There's a ton of growth. Matt and I are going to talk more and more as we get into this year about where we see opportunity and what's kind of going on out here is an amazing growth opportunity for people's businesses, especially in the relationship quadrant. So thank you, everyone. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, Garrett. Appreciate everybody. Have a fantastic day. And well, we'll be here again in a few days. (laughs) As always. (laughs) Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at theninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.